Hello everyone to our first interview for The Facades of Gods. I am going to be our game master, Kyle, but actually I would like for our first interviewee to introduce herself, if you would please. Absolutely. Um, hi, my name is Bianca Zelda. Uh, what kind of introduction do you want? Like, just like my name? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, it, like anything you want to just kind of say about yourself right off the bat. Excellent. Um, well, yes. Yeah, so my name is Bianca Zelda. Uh, I'm a podcaster. Uh, I dabble in a lot of tabletop gaming and computer gaming. Awesome. 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 Okay. So, first of all, why did you agree to join Facades of Dots? Ooh, okay, good question. Because, so first off, I had worked with Kyle previously in a, was it I Am Here or RPG Cast? Um, I believe it was on the I Am Here uh, channel. Yes. Um, but it was for the International Podcast Month. Yes, um, and we had a really interesting group in which to play Monster of the Week with, and uh, as my first gaming experience with Kyle, I thought he was fantastic, and when you approached me and were like, hey, you want to make a podcast? Instantly, I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> there was no thought even involved. It just seemed like oh. a great idea. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, that was that was definitely a highlight. Um I mean, you you listen to podcasts, being a podcaster, surely. Uh, which would you say are your favorites? I have a hard time with favorites. Um, it's just a really, you can't just pick one, especially in the world of podcasting where there's just so much to choose from. However, right now I am listening to Welcome to the Night Vale and Alice Isn't Dead, both uh because they're produced by the same group of people i believe they've got this like really creepy aspect to it and it's really engaging um listening to the bright sessions as well another good podcast i have stepped away from listening to actual play podcasts because it's the strange thing where you get into your head everybody i listen to is so amazing and then i play this game of oh my god why can't i be like that so i've taken a bit of a step back from listening to that genre <laughs> But, but you are like that. You are awesome. Uh, I mean, <laughs> thank you, it, though. <laughs> if, if, you could, if you could pick one from uh, actual play that you love, that you're just, you, you don't see yourself listening to podcasts without, which would you go with? I mean, this is the cliche answer because this is where everybody started when it comes to, I would quantify this as an actual play, but the adventure zone, that was what got me into podcasts was of course those good, good boys. Gotcha. In your downtime, what, what else would you, what else do you tend to do? I have an unhealthy obsession with playing league of legends and I don't know if this is a positive or an unpopular opinion, but it's a garbage game and I can't stop <laughs> playing it. <laughs> well, I I can't say that I've played it a lot. I mean, I'm familiar with it generally. But so t tell me a little bit more about it for people who aren't as familiar with League. We'll start with the positives. Uh, so it's a, uh, oh God, it's a MOBA, which stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena, which, you know, sounds great so far. Um, it's a constantly updating game where the um, game developer Riot is constantly releasing characters. Like this month, they released um, a chameleon type character named Nico, and she's super cute because she's just like a lizard girl. 
and I think that's excellent. However, when you actually start playing the game and you don't have all chat turned off, it just becomes this like toxic, hate-filled cesspool of dumpster fires lighting up everywhere. Um, so that aside, it's a lot of fun to play with friends and don't ever play it alone. <laughs> <laughs> the good good team team games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when and or how did you get started with that? Uh, literally after I stopped playing World of Warcraft, my friend was like, hey, you want to become addicted to something else? And I was like, sure, what game is it? And he showed me League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you started out, like, what what did you think? Like, did you just fall in love immediately with it? or I hated it for a very long time, truthfully, only because I wasn't good at it. And I'm not saying by any means that I'm good at it now. It's just like I've kept up with the scene long enough to understand, you know, what items to build when a new patch comes out, um, what characters to play that are meta uh, and all of that stuff. But it took me about a year before I actually liked it because I wouldn't play ranked and I would just play bots and like when the computer is killing you, then you should probably rethink your life. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I definitely get that. Uh, it, man, a year to stick it. That's impressive. My group of friends were playing it, and I, I like these friends, so I kept playing until I got better. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, you, you, tell, you told me about all the, like, the different characters that came out, staying up with the meta, item builds, things like that. Um, do you have a favorite character that you play as? The very first character I ever played was Sona, who is a support, and I'm a support jungle main. Uh, I think Sona's kind of my go-to no matter what. Like, if I'm falling asleep but I still want to play the game, I'll probably play Sona because she doesn't really require any effort. <laughs> and that's really nice. Uh, however, I don't necessarily have a favorite. It's whatever supports are out and whatever junglers are available is kind of who i play so like mechanic mechanic wise you prefer to go with supports for that support and jungle i in my own mind i still qualify junglers as support they're just like the supports that wander around all game long gotcha they're still helping out so do you like the i I guess so we all know that like in in games that give you that wider range of characters there's one that you really like the to play as, and then there's the other one that you really love the look at of, but you don't really like to play as because it's just not how like not you don't you don't really feel that style of play. Very rarely does it like line up, but is is there one character like that where you like them visually better than mechanically? Yes. Uh, so when I do play characters, I tend to lean towards high CC, like high crowd control characters that can like stun, root, snare, knock up, all of the aboves. And then there's a champion called Kane. Um, he's got two forms, one where he has one knock up and another form where he has no form of CC. And I insist on playing him in his assassin form where all I really do is dive and die. But it's so much fun. I mean, and that's all that matters, right? <laughs> I don't know. I like as much as, as, or sorry, I should say as little as I know about League um, visually. I love the, the the four new ones that they announced uh, with KDA. 
Akali, yeah, Evelyn. Yeah. Evelyn was one of my first, uh, maybe like my second favorite. I haven't played her since her rework, but she's a lot of fun. And then Kaisa is also really fantastic. She's one of the few ADCs that I'll play. And Ari, I never really got good as her, so I don't play her. <laughs> I just know that that song is f- fucking catchy. Yeah, um... I listened to like the one hour uh, version of it where it's just like the same song over and over again. Yeah, I don't have problems. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so ha- speaking of uh, gaming, um, how long have you been gaming? Is this uh, like tabletop gaming or computer gaming or just like video games in general? Uh, let's go with a little bit of everything. The very first game I played was Ocarina of Time. Um, which is part of the inspiration for my middle name, uh, which is in fact Zelda, hence my name Bianca Zelda. Uh, And yeah, I was eight years old when I first played that, and um, it was uh, uphill and downhill ever since. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get into computer gaming until around 2012, and that has been its own thing. You know, I think my very first online game that I really got into was World of Warcraft and when you hear about people talking about how it is an addictive game they don't lie (laughs) I don't play that game anymore for that reason just too much of a time sucker it is and when there's more responsible things in life that you could be doing but instead you're like no 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 I'm just gonna I gotta grind like I've got raids to go do like please don't talk to me things eh, they don't always work out so it's better to uh, spread your hobbies evenly. And uh, while we're still on the topic, um, do you have any gaming superstitions? What do you quantify a gaming superstition as? Okay, so um, some people will, like, if they're rolling badly for uh, TTRPGs, um, they'll put dice in dice jail. Or, you know, they'll, they won't let anyone else touch their their dice or like their controller if it's like video games or something like that so in terms of tabletop rpgs because i did come to that scene pretty late i didn't realize that like dice gel was a thing and like people blow on they get like their jogs or something to like blow on their dice or they if you know your dice rolls too many ones they just like dismiss it forever so i don't have any gaming superstitions whether it's in ttrpgs or in regular gaming it's just i don't really believe in superstitions anyways so i don't have any that have like seeped into this aspect of my life interesting okay (laughs) fair enough fair enough so everyone has this big epic moment of failure in in gaming and again this is you know tabletop or uh, video games computer games what what have you um they all like look back on their career of gaming and they see that one moment where it's like oh never gonna do that again do you have a moment like that for yourself I got to play a death cleric in a game a couple months ago and It was for a competition um, for, like, the GM to win, like, a title of best GM um, in the area. And as part of the team that got to judge the GM, I was a player. And, you know, they would walk you through the game. And, you know, I would criticize them after the fact on how they played and everything. However, there were, like, obstacles that were being thrown into the GM in the middle of the game. And one of the obstacles was to, like... TPK 
And going into a game knowing that you are going to die, obviously you do your very best to prevent dying. However, I don't know if I would really quantify this as an epic failure, but like I had the chance to live and just like be so much better and like come out of that game feeling great and on top. And then a Tarask killed me, no less. And like the stars could have aligned had I played better, had I rolled better. And it was just like the most frustrating moment in probably my, my very short-lived gaming experience. I would just quantify that as like an epic failure simply because like I know things could have gone better, but going out in a glorious death like that I think was worth it, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like e- like knowing, even knowing that you're just not going to make it out is a little vexing, but I mean, hey, at least you had this like splendorous, awesome, <laughs> awesome way of going out. Yeah, that's uh, one way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also no secret to me, because you and I have talked about this, that um, you love yourself a good anime. Everyone kind of remembers the first one that they fell in love with anime with. Um, could you tell us a little about the one that was that way for you? I mean, this might also fall in the category of cliche answers, but it was definitely Dragon Ball Z. Hands down, and I have followed the series religiously ever since when Super came out. I was watching the new episode every single time it came out. Hell yes. (laughs) Absolutely. So, I guess I have to ask then, what platform did you first, like, watch it? Like, did you see it on TV, or did you, like, hear about it and then try to, like, watch episodes online, or how, how did you try to watch it? Uh, picture this. It's 1999. I'm coming home from school and I, I live in Canada. So our kids network uh, television show was called YTV. And there was, you know, they have like the announcers that would announce the show. And the big thing was um, watch Dragon Ball Z at 4.30. And that was just like, I would come home from school and that would be the first thing I would turn on like just in time for that show. And it was... You know, it made my life a little bit better. Just watching people beat each other up. Gotta save the <laughs> earth somehow. Of course. Of course. So, we talked about, you know, the the one that you fell in love with uh, for anime overall. Um, is there one that you're currently obsessed with? Uh, that you're currently, like, binging or, or something like that? Well, I just finished catching up with My Hero Academia, and I'm, you know, catching up on the manga as well because I can't get enough. However, um, I don't know, would you qualify Avatar as an anime? Just because everybody's told me to watch it, and I never grew up watching it, and I'm watching it right now. It's a um, Nickelodeon, so, I, so in my head it's a cartoon, but there seems to be a strange debate online about this. Yeah, there there are two schools of thought. One is says that you know anime is like just the it, it's Japanese animation specifically, mm-hmm. um, and others are more along the style. It's the style of the animation, no matter where it comes from. Um, I wouldn't see any harm in calling it an anime um, if you wouldn't to obviously talk about it as an anime that definitely works it certainly has some of the tropes and it also actually kind of 
subverts those because you definitely have a lot stronger, more active female characters than mm-hmm. your typical um, uh, uh, shonen. Uh, and there's just so much about it that is so revolutionary. I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about TV shows you watched when growing up without kind of bringing it up. So, I mean, you're, you're catching up on that one then? Yeah. Uh, I The few times I really can uh, watch TV is normally when I'm doing cardio, but I like to watch long-running series, and everybody's it, avatar gets dropped here and there. And it, I've always known I wanted to watch it. My little brother watched it, and I would catch episodes here and there, and I liked what I saw. I just never wanted to make the commitment. And my TV time slots open. You know, I'm all caught up on Castlevania. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, making room for something else now. Uh, so you haven't started it yet, or...? I'm on episode 12. I think I watched three episodes today. It's it's nice. I like it. It's just like dumb kids doing dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's plenty of action uh, awaiting. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't doubt that. I think, is that still, that's still part of the, the first book, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm still on book one, okay. Water. Yeah, I, I don't remember how long each book is, but okay. Um, so I guess then you're you're waiting for. I mean, like all all because all the episodes, all the uh, seasons of Avatar, they're already out. Um, mm-hmm. um, is there any sort of upcoming season or um, volume for a manga or anime uh, that you're kind of looking forward to? That you're just like all right, I'm kind of using the rest of this as filler until that comes out so I can get back into that. One Punch Man. Yes. I love the, I love the anime. I mm. love the manga. I'm about 50 chapters behind just because I like to let it build up because I tend to binge everything that I consume. Uh, but even where I'm at, like things are so wild. Uh, I can't even talk about it without spoiling anything. However, it's <laughs> great. So I'm looking forward to what they do with the anime. Um, And then I guess, uh, is it one? I don't know if one is the one who redraws it or if it's the one who did the original art and story for that series, but he also did something else called Mob Psycho 100. Yes. Also amazing, and it's getting a season two, I think, next season? So what are we, if we're winter? What comes after winter? Spring? Spring. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. There, there are four of them they're hard to keep up with so the next spring anime uh, we're getting Mob Psycho 100 season 2 oh, yes and I I know my wife will be very happy about that because she's <laughs> very into Mob uh, it was so unexpectedly good like I watched it with zero expectations going into it I'm like this just seems fun and then ap- after episode 1 I was kind of like oh this is so fucking weird yeah. I can't stop watching. So strange. <laughs> it's very strange, but in, I mean, in in not in not a bad way. In an engaging way, I think is a good way to put it. It really yeah, it really absolutely. pulled you in because it's just kind of like this boy is just so uh, but like his teacher though, <laughs> Regan, yeah, life of my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, we we've got a little bit uh, about you. We've got to know you a little bit. And that's kind of, you know, what these what these questions are for, getting to know you. Um, so with your involvement in the show, we kind of want to do what we're calling time capsule questions. And what these are going to be is I'll ask you these now. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through, like, the first season or, you know, however long it's going it, to be before I'm told, hey, let's do this again. 
And we're going to ask, or I'm going to ask this again, these questions again, and we'll kind of uh, see where, uh, how, like what things have changed and uh, where you've changed perspectives and, and whatnot. So we'll start out with, what do you think will happen in this game? So am I able to answer these using the little bit of information that you have provided about the setting? Uh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Excellent. I think that there is going to be a giant demon overlord or something that we will have to take down, um, either using, you know, your very obvious, like, fighty kind of ways or kind of like maybe like join the ranks and then try to become one of them and then take it down from the inside. Interesting. interesting i know you're looking at me like oh this is not at all what's happening <laughs> no i mean i i i actually i do like getting uh, a little bit of information on you know what my players think is going to happen because maybe that'll help me shape what actually does happen Ooh. <laughs> uh, not to say that you know that's going to happen anytime soon because i do have a lot of stuff that's planned that i do need to take care of first uh or rather, that you all need to take care of first. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I guess with that said, what are you looking most forward to? The forward NPCs to? that you're going to create, uh, the little bit that you've tried to explain, uh, you obviously didn't provide a whole lot of detail. Uh, however, I wish I had the notes that I wrote down. Um, f- like, folk... Uh, folk tales um fairy tales just like pre-existing monsters that people have created Uh, my interpretations was that they kind of exist in this under universe and i'm really looking forward to meeting all of these weird abstract not really real type of creatures slash npcs oh thank you they are (laughs) very much ready to meet you excellent and so I, I know a little bit about your character, and we haven't really finished that yet because we're doing this before our session zero, which mm-hmm. will kind of help us complete the character creation and kind of solidify everyone's role in the, I don't, I don't really want to call it a party, but in the group. <laughs> so I, I guess with that said, what do you think or what do you want your uh, character to achieve in this? I think what I'm hoping for her to achieve is a sense of self-worth. Being a detective that's not necessarily respected in her precinct for reasons, I'm hoping that for one reason or another, this adventure that she will embark on will give her a sense of self and teach her that you don't necessarily need to earn the respects of people that don't matter to you. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. So, the time has come. Now it is time for the lightning round. I'm super not mentally prepared for this. (laughs) Hey, it's just, you know, as all lightning rounds is, just go with your gut. Okay. Nope. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Favorite movie genre? Action. Favorite Pokemon game? Uh, Yellow. Absolutely. Good choice. <laughs> Best D&D class? Barbarian. <laughs> I feel like you're a little biased on Only that. Only a little bit. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, favorite fairy tale? Oh, no. Uh, I don't have one. What's the one with the Goldilocks and the Three Bears? All right. <laughs> uh, hard copy or ebooks? Ebooks. Uh, not even. Audiobooks. I'm a heathen. I know. I, mean, I, I think that qualifies. That's fine. <laughs> I like the smell of books. I just, I don't know. I don't own things. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. That's fine. I, well, it's safe space. You yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sleep or work out? Oh, no. Both? <laughs> I love them both nope. equally. <laughs> one or the other. Gun to your head. Which one? Oh, gosh. Sleep, of course. Okay. <laughs> Favorite color of dice? Because this could be of ones you own or just ones you wish to own. Purple-ish? Purple-ish? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, like, dice color names. I just, all of my dice have purple in them, one way or another. So you love all your dice. <laughs> I do. Equally. Depending on the depending on the amount of purple in them, I guess. The degree, yeah, totally. The <laughs> gotcha. more purple, the more they're loved. They know okay. it. <laughs> I feel like this one's kind of uh, already set, but uh, PC or console? Oh, PC. I grew yeah. up playing consoles, and like they have a special place in my heart. But I can get most of the games that I want to play on my PC, so it's where I'm at. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Favorite gaming food. Oh my gosh. Can I be boring and say, like, water? <laughs> I don't like to eat when I'm playing I mean, video games. You that's get crumbs actually, on your keyboard. I mean, that's unique to anything I've heard before as far as choice for... <laughs> Gotta like, stay gaming. hydrated. Oh, yeah. no. I, was, I agree. But, no, that's that's the first time I've ever heard just water. So, no, no that's fine. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, you're at a table. You're gaming. And this this is specifically tabletop gaming. Okay. Either you can take notes on a game, but you can't refer back to them, or you can refer back to notes that someone else has written. Oh, gosh. Uh, So I'm going to go with I can take notes, but I can't refer back to them simply because I take a lot of notes and then I lose them consistently. So so, so that's just (laughs) how you are normally. Yeah, yeah. Nothing has really changed. All right. And so, well, it's just about all of us have uh, animals on this on this uh, on this show, and we uh, we kind of want to get not I don't want to say get it out of the way, but you're not going to make me pick a us... favorite, are you? Well, now I am. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it, it's fine. Um, just no, just tell us about your uh, as as Alex called them, your fur babies. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Uh, Well, as we speak, I'm recording with two dogs. Um, They are sleeping quite peacefully. I just have to take their collars off because they sometimes wake up to shake. Um, So we have the oldest, Luna. We adopted her. I love her, but she's our problem dog. Turns out when you adopt a dog, they come with a handful of issues. And it's been a fun three years working with her and her working with us to figure out what is best for both of us to coexist. Um, so fun disclaimer, when you want to adopt, be prepared. It's a lot of work, but it's those moments where you're cuddling with them. It's absolutely worth it. And then we have Ivy. We got as a puppy. Um, she's fantastic. Just like, I mean, she's still a puppy. So in the nicest way possible, she's dumb, (laughs) but I love her for that. And she's, yeah, she's my little beeb. Uh, I also have two cats, um, Captain Olimar named after Captain Olimar from Pikmin, and Tingle, named after that weird, like, 
old fairy from the Legend of Zelda series. Uh, Tingle is not an old fairy by any means, <laughs> but it just fit. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, <clears throat> I think he would definitely fit the uh, weird guy on the corner who dressed up in a green onesie and is selling it's you like... Like, the odds and ends <laughs> in his pocket. He's sprinkling magic <clears throat> dust everywhere, and you don't really know what to comment. Like, is that legal? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's in that gray area. Yeah, yeah. I can't quite arrest him, but we can maybe still call the cops and then just watch the scene unfold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so most people know you from what you do in podcasting. Um, and we've learned a little bit about, you know, your video game and um, TV uh, habits. But mm-hmm. what do you do in your, your regular life? If you're okay with talking about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a really boring person. Uh, I mostly just play video games and podcast stuff, but no. I'm married uh, to my husband, Joel. He's fantastic. We hang out sometimes. When I'm not hanging out with him, I'm potentially working out. Between work and school right now, I think like working out has taken a bit of a step back, which isn't fun, but you have to make sacrifices somewhere. Um, and if I'm not doing that, I'm sleeping. I am a professional at sleeping a lot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If, if Again, if you don't mind my asking, what do you go to school for? Oh, French studies. Uh, probably to be a teacher. Uh, I don't necessarily enjoy the company of children, but I do really appreciate the importance of teaching young people to be great. Just to be better than they could ever be. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh and so with uh with all of that um i do want to in one of the first things that people are going to hear officially welcome you to the show thank you i know we've hung out a little bit uh before before now and it's going to be a a bit before uh before the show actually airs but um i'm glad you could join us and i hope you're ready for what's in store (laughs) I'm never ready, but thank you. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for our first interview with Bianca for The Facades of Gods. Watch out for our next interview with Ethan. Catch you later. This has been a no-show radio production.